everyone and welcome to another episode of Opera After Dark. <laughs> Crash and burn. Oh, what the hell. <laughs> Hopefully that's not how too many people feel about the podcast, you know. <laughs> Of the seven that oh, listen. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm Kyle. I'm Elspeth. I'm Naomi. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, and today we're going to do our second episode in our What the Hell series. What is the hell? Before I introduce the opera that we're going to talk about, which I'm extremely excited mm-hmm. about, it's an opera that is a myth and a legend among our group of friends. Um, before I do that, who's going to talk about... The wine. Naomi is. Naomi, tell um, us about A first wine. reading, never seen this before. <laughs> okay. B- very dramatic. We are drinking Gnarly Head Authentic Red. Mm. Bold. Sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> with a hint of gnarly. Oh. <laughs> Just like us. Just like us three. Right? True, true. Here's to the wines and to a life lived boldly. All in caps. <laughs> These heroic wines produce intense fruit flavors and deeply concentrated wine matched only by the passions of the people who drink them. (laughs) Solid. (laughs) Gnarly Head Authentic Red is a fearless red blend delivering massively juicy blackberry Mm -hmm. and cherry fruit with toasted oak and a kiss of spiced cocoa. Mm. Paired with boldly flavored foods like country-style ribs, Grilled ribeye or the ultimate burger, which obviously we are all eating right now. Mm-hmm. What's country style ribs? You know, like ri- like barbecue ribs. Yeah, but with some country style ribs. I think like it's one a... and the same, probably. Yeah. I would guess. But in other words, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell indeed. All right, so if you listened last week, um, <laughs> if you K- dared kudo- listen again. Yeah. Kudos to you kudos for listening you. again. Naomi brought us three mini operas that dealt solely with, you know, misogynistic sexual themes. Exactly. And I'm going to talk to you today about an incredible work of the 20th century, a little bit of a palate cleanser. <laughs> Wonderful. It is a Czech opera written by a man named Jaromir Weinberger. It was written in 1926. Good name. Good name. Mm-hmm. The English translation of this is Schwande the Bagpiper. In German, the title is Schwande der Dudelsackpfeifer. <laughs> so don't say you never learned anything, because now you know the German word for bagpipe. An opera that surprisingly does not utilize the bagpipe <laughs> in any of its orchestration. Dudelsackpfeifer? Dudelsackpfeifer. It is bagpiper. Is bagpiper. So just the bagpipe playing the bagpipe would be, would be a doodle sack fife. I think just the bagpipe is a doodle sack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> Bring your doodle sack over here and, and give us a tune. It's the best part of any Highlander parade. Of course, the, 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 doodle, sacks. the doodle sacks. <laughs> and I don't just mean what's under your kill. Did that kill it? <laughs> that's, that's so. That sobered us up. Uh, so. The opera does not take place in Scotland. It does take place in the rolling hills of Czechoslovakia. Um, a little bit of background about the composer. He immigrated to the U.S. in 1939. He was fleeing the Nazis, obviously, mm. um, and became a U.S. citizen after that. But before that, he actually lived in the United States for four years, mm. from 1922 to 1926. And he taught composition at Cornell and later, Ithaca, and, um, later Ithaca Conservatory, which is oh, now wow. the music school at oh. Ithaca College. Wow. So I'm shocked that nobody has heard of Schwanda the Bagpiper. <laughs> <laughs> but Well, now that I've heard it so many times, like over <laughs> the years, it seems like it's something that people know. People know. But I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, what the hell, am I supposed to know <laughs> Shwanda the Bagpiper. Well, Shwanda the Bagpiper was insanely popular yes. when it premiered. Yes. Oh. Insanely popular. It's been translated into, well, it was translated into 17 different languages. Wow. It actually was performed at the Met in, in 1931. <laughs> wow. November of 1931. When did it premiere? Or I'm sorry, you said this. Uh, it was written in 1926, and I believe it was premiered in 1927 in mm. Prague. Mm. So it's the most famous thing that he ever wrote, um, and to just totally bring everybody down, um, he died in uh, the 1960s, I believe. He um, was living in Florida with his wife, and he was diagnosed with brain cancer. Um, and that, on top of his like mounting medical bills and the fact that he has been was forgotten as a composer, he like took a bunch of pills and committed suicide. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have. Brought everybody down, but no, we deserve the truth. So. Yeah, <laughs> we deserve it. Deserve it, <laughs> Elspeth. Sorry. All right, so I'm gonna jump right into the plot, and so bear with me because it's weirdly complicated. So we're in like the rolling hills of Czechoslovakia. I've never, I've never been there. I'm I assuming there are hills, right? Yeah. And they're rolling. Leo Janicek says that they're wonderful, or so I'm told. The hills and the bridges. <laughs> bridges that he walks upon oh <laughs> while he's stalking his maiden fair okay so go, i want you to go, listen to yeah. episode two go listen, go listen to two. episode two you'll right. understand continue so our hero shwanda <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get old is there um, a translation of shwanda no <laughs> it's just a name i didn't right. know if maybe it was one of those that's like it also means thomas <laughs> Totally, totally interchangeable. <laughs> Schwanda und Thomas. Oh, man. All right, so Schwanda and his wife, Dorota, have been married for a week. They're happy, they're in love, it's glorious. Mm -hmm. um, for some reason that's never explained, uh, a robber by the name of Bobinski is hiding out in their farmhouse, and they discover him, and they bring him into their home, and he, mm. of course, immediately falls in love with Dorota, Schwanda's wife. Ooh. Uh-oh. So, Babinski convinces Schwanda of the tedium of married life and persuades him to go off on a magical adventure. They've married a week, and apparently he convinces <laughs> him extremely quickly. It's too much. It's yeah. too much. 
It's too boring. You gotta Honey, live your life. Honeymoon's man. over. Honeymoon's <laughs> over. Don't get bogged down by this woman. So they go off on an adventure and Where they... was this guy a week ago? <laughs> <laughs> um, so they end up at the court of the queen. Um, who is Wait, this is Schwanda or Schwanda and Babinski. They're off on their adventure together. I thought the whole point of getting Schwanda to leave was so Babinski could be with his wife. I think Babinski is trying to get him out of the way, and then Babinski will go back ah. and comfort the lonesome Dorota. Dorota. And Dorota. scheming Babinski. Dorota's probably Babinski. happy to have Shwanda out of the house. It's like, <laughs> and his bagpipes. <laughs> he does oh. take his bagpipes he with never, him. Oh, thank oh, God. Good. He never stops with those damn bagpipes. <laughs> oh. So they arrive at the court of the queen, and it turns out she is under... Uh, the power of a wicked magician. Mm. Mm. The queen had made a deal with the magician where she consented to the death of the prince, her betrothed, in exchange for a heart of ice and thus no human feelings and a diamond scepter, Ooh. which is symbolic of her power. So her betrothed is dead. She's sitting upon the throne. This ice queen, no feelings. She's queen. Is that where that saying comes from? Wouldn't that be crazy? What saying? Ice queen. You know, like, oh, she's a real ice queen. No, I think it all sort of mm. stems from um, that fairy tale. There's a fairy tale? There's an ice queen fairy tale? The snow queen. Yeah. How do I not know this? I, look it up. It's I great. It's it. got reindeer on it. Could you give me, like, a 10-second? No. All, all right. right. So there's two kids. Yes. <laughs> Kay and Gerda. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, it takes place in a Nordic land. Uh-huh. Goethe. Yeah, Goethe. Uh, so Kay and Goethe, they're, like, 10. They're best friends. Forever wonderful, great. And they're playing one day, and this mirror smashes, and a piece of the mirror gets lodged in Goethe's eye and then travels down to his heart, and that turns him into this unfeeling oh. whoever. And he he runs off with um, this snow queen who takes him for her own. So it's all about Kay's journey to find Goethe and cure him. And along the way, she meets this robber girl and a bunch of bandits and... They become friends. Then she travels to the Snow Queen and she finds Goethe and she melts the ice in his heart, I think, by like frying on him or something. <laughs> so, my hot tears. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like there's like, you know, a little bit of repeat of themes. We have a robber, we have an ice queen. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Um, and Schwanda the bagpiper, um, if you ever see it, a lot of the music is based on Czech folk songs and things like that. So, of right. course. Maybe this is a legend that we don't know about. But so, just so we're clear, this was originally set to German text, the original Czech text. Oh, Czech text. Yeah, I don't speak Czech. I just like the German translation. Oh, <laughs> I thought the Doodlesack Pfeiffer was Pfeiffer. the original. No, no, no. I don't. I don't speak Czech. I don't know so I don't why know how to pronounce this the... opera is so successful. It's crazy. <laughs> Doodlesack Pfeiffer. Doodlesack Pfeiffer. What do people like about this mm. opera? Who knows? So. They're in the court of the queen, and Schwanda plays his magical bagpipes. Apparently, they're magical. Mm-hmm. We just find out about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that breaks the spell. The queen is apparently so relieved that she offers herself to Schwanda mm-hmm. in marriage. And Schwanda is like, yeah. <laughs> and then, Duh, and then they make out for a little bit. Oh, and then. Betrayal. Dorota walks in. Oh! She's followed them. She walks in, and the queen is like, who is this bitch? Um, <laughs> and for some reason, the mythology makes no sense. The queen, upon seeing this, 
and convinced that Shwanda has betrayed her, um, her heart turns into ice again. Oh. And Shwanda and Dorota are imprisoned, and Shwanda is condemned to death. Dun, dun, End of opera? No, no, no. Oh, I was like, wow. <laughs> it's gonna get I'm used to these weirder. Really, now, after last week, I'm used to like super short operas. No, this is a full length opera. Oh, wow. So. You know, you know what uh, Dorota said when she walked in? Do you want to play not... my bagpipes? <laughs> Do you want to play my bagpipes? <laughs> is that something that I miss? If you don't know what that is, it's from Frozen. It's from Frozen. I, well, I know the song, but what is it? Oh, that's funny. What, what, what is this? Frozen Don't you see like the parallels pipe? with all the, the Nordic the stuff? The oh, ice you just snow. you literally made that up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> great. I thought you were referencing like a YouTube video no. or something like that. No. Oh, just fun to say. Wow. What's the next line? <laughs> It will thaw your frozen pie. <laughs> I swear I do not like my wife no more. I threw her out the door. I mean, he didn't, he ditched her. Now will you be my wife? <laughs> oh, all stories set to frozen. Okay, so. Okay, gosh. We, leave, we, leave our, we leave our hero and heroine in peril, right? Shvanda and Dorota. And Dorota. Uh, Babinski still <laughs> Of course he didn't get caught up in all that. No. Just too um, sly for that. No. <laughs> for some reason that I don't understand, um, he saved Schwanda, and I guess, and in turn, Dorota, um, by replacing the executioner's axe with a broom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it still would hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but it wouldn't kill him. Yeah, but a, a broomstick to the... Oh. To the back of the neck. Shwanda plays his magical bagpipes again, and he enchants the crowd that's gathered for the execution, and he escapes with Dorota. How did he get his bagpipes? I think he just had them the whole time. Oh, he got to keep them in prison. I guess. Oh, well, that's nice Well, they're not really going to help him escape or anything. They're magical. They're magical. Right, but they should have been confiscated. The queen does, at that time, she knew that they were Maybe Babinski had them and he gave them back to him. Ah. Having never seen this opera, yeah. I'm, I'm not an what? expert on Shonda you the Bagpiper. You haven't seen Shonda the I'm sorry. Bagpiper? So now is the time when Dorota decides to question Shonda and his fidelity. <laughs> oh, now. Now's the moment when they're in danger. I thought it's supposed to be when they're in the jail cell. No, no. She saves oh, it okay. until they're, you know, on the run. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shonda replies by saying that he, if he ever kissed the queen... May he go straight to hell. Oh. Forgetting that he, in fact, did kiss the queen, Shonda immediately drops to the earth into hell. Yeah. <laughs> Justice. Whoa. Justice. Babinski, seeing an opening, hell yeah. is like, goes to Dorota, and he's like, girl, I love you. And she says, <laughs> girl. <laughs> girl. And she says, nice. cool. Yeah, she's like, well, my husband's in hell, so. No, she says, cool, but if you love me, can you go down to hell? Can you save Shvanda? <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a, if you save him, I'll be with you kind of promise? Or no, no, Just like a no. challenge, like prove Wait, what's it. our bandit's name? I, I, I want to say Babushka. <laughs> Babinski. <laughs> and Babinski's like, um, what the hell? Like, I don't, like, know. I, I don't know how smart any of these people are. Um, <laughs> really not very. So we go... 
into hell. Right. So we're mm-hmm. in hell. How does Babinski get down there? It's never explained. Oh. <laughs> he just is it like he just decides to go? Is so she, maybe he jumps Dorot- in the hole after him. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> Dorota's like, uh, you need to go down to hell and save Shvanda. Act over. Right. Come up next <laughs> <Hell>. act. <laughs> They put it in the in the 1930s uh, super titles. <laughs> Parentheses. Hell. hell. <laughs> we get a silent movie. So, uh, all right, we're in hell. Mm-hmm. Right. So the devil, who is a character in this, um, is there, and he says, Hey, Shvanda, play with your bagpipes. Since I'm bored, no one, uh, I have nothing to do because no one will play cards with me because the devil always cheats. Ah. You know what would make it a... More entertaining. Mm. If it was, uh, hey, Shvanda, play me your, uh, shit, what's that? <laughs> you know, wow. Sock. I know, I'm the losing. Sock? Yeah, the I know. Play Shvanda. your doodle sock. <laughs> play me your doodle sock, Shvanda. Hey. I do want to reiterate again that the bagpipe is not in this orchestration at all. And while it is on stage, uh, like an actual bagpipe is never played. <laughs> what? Is the representative in the orchestra? I think it's horns, oh, right. but like not a bagpipe, N- not right. a bagpipe. Hmm. All right. So at first, Fonda is like, "No, man, I don't want to do that." Um, but then, who should appear? Bobinski. Yeah. <laughs> Which I always say, I don't know why I'm pronouncing it like that. Bobinski. Bobinski. Better than Babushka. <laughs> Bobinski. Bobinski shows up and he challenges the devil to a game of cards. Nice. Of course, Babinski would be better at cheating than Mm -hmm. the devil. Yes. I gotta say, by cheating even more than the devil, Mm -hmm. Babinski wins the game and rescues Shvanda. And at this point, this is where Shvanda plays the music um, that is the only famous part of this opera. It is a polka that then goes into a fugue. (laughs) And we're gonna play some of it for you right now. I love a good polka fugue.
super good. That's so great. That's at the end, they all come out of hell, and Dorota forgives Shvanda for reasons that I do not understand. Mm-hmm. And they are reconciled. And then Babinski is all sad. Of and course. And he leaves and starts with new adventures. And that's, and that's it. how oh. it ends. Huh. Shvanda the bagpiper. Wow. That is surprisingly more twisted of a plot than I was expecting. Yeah, that's true. Like, super yeah. entertaining. I would watch Definitely. this. Definitely. Totally. I would watch I this. I was a fan of that music. I mean, we. Yeah. I don't know what any of the vocal music sounds like. Neither do I. Fair enough. Um, Dorota is sung by, I think, a dramatic soprano. Mm-hmm. And then Shvanda is a baritone. Oh. Babinski is a tenor. And the oh, queen is a mezzo. a nice reversal there. Yeah. Interesting. That also, that clip sounded like the coolest uh, carousel music ever. That would be good, mm-hmm. good carousel music. I bet it is carousel music somewhere since the opera probably. was so popular, right? Probably. It's yeah. Also probably so like d- organ grinder music. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea why it didn't remain in the repertory? I think it just sort of fell out of favor. Um, to my knowledge, the vocal roles are actually pretty demanding. Mm-hmm. Mm. And as you heard, it's pretty, like, cutesy and folky. And Mm -hmm. I think that's right on the cusp where we're sort of journeying into what is, you know, new music. Starting, like, the 1930s and 40s and and stuff like that. So Hmm. I'm not sure. I'd love to hear it. Things just sort of go in and out of, of, you know, favor, you know. If any of you uh, listening know of a production happening of Shonda the Bagpiper, I, I was just going to ask know. if any of you guys, if you knew of any staging of Shonda. There's no video recording anywhere. I feel like it would be a great opera for kids too. Like it might be a little bit scary with the whole Ice Queen thing and and, and, and how the devil and the devil. <laughs> but I feel like Say depending ten. on <laughs> depending hey, on how you in the, in the what the hell <laughs> what uh, the series hell? we're two for two with the mention of Satan. That's true. Yeah. Nice. But I feel like if you didn't stage it in too scary of a way, mm-hmm. it could be super entertaining for kids. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So that's a, a brief little synopsis <laughs> of a... <laughs> so das ist Schwande... Did you just have to Best opera name ever. All right. Well, as per usual, uh, if you want to hear a little bit more about this opera, definitely check out the blog mm-hmm. at operaafterdark.com. I'm sure we'll post something about it on Facebook and or Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, subscribe to the podcast so you can catch episode number three of the What the Hell What the Hell uh, series. Can we say what we're going to yeah. wrap up? We are going to end our Triptych of episodes. But something that's totally obscure. Totally so obscure. obscure. No, it's actually one of the biggest opera hits, Verdi's Il Trovatore, that has the most convoluted plot. It's so ridiculous that it actually gained traction from a purely plot perspective. The music's amazing, oh. but basically when you look at the plot, you're like, how did this actually become a successful opera? Because it's so nuts. Mm-hmm. But Nice. To find out more, tune in next week. I cannot wait. We'll see you then. Yeah, thanks for listening to Opera After Dark. Bye.
we have this be the playing music? Or you want to have it? Sound effect. Yeah. How does your bagpipe go? You have to That was such a cacophony of sound. <laughs> so, so I'll do a low drone, and then Naomi could do, I think it's the fifth. I do, and then you do the same exact melody, only on a rare. Okay. Okay. Well, try it, try it. Kind of good. It ended up being super high. That was my own fault.